winning. Finding winners. That you may get bored with winning. On Sky Sports Radio. Yeah, let's try and find a winner. And what a weekend of harness racing it's going to be, not only here in Sydney, but also uh, up in the Sunshine State. Fred Hastings, take it away, mate. Uh, try and find some winners for us on a great weekend. Yeah, what a what a weekend it is. And uh, Albion Park tomorrow night, they're playing host to six Group 1 races, including the Blacks of Fake and the, uh, the New South Wales flag well and truly being flown by a number of horses that are, uh, are taking part, including horses like... Uh, uh, Bundoor and Bright Energy, Expensive Ego, uh, Rock and Marty goes around. You've also got Spirit of St. Louis and, and then you've got the King, King of Swing. And, and last week in the Sunshine Spread, it was a tragedy to see him go down by such a slender margin. Uh, he was back in the field because of the draw. He drew outside second row um, and, and just got strung up. Colt 31 made a move three deep. So Luke uh, took... King of Swing out of the back of uh, Colt 31, but Colt 31 didn't go anywhere. And uh, he wanted to snag back at a kid, uh, Dixon, so McCarthy obliged and he snagged back. And then Colt 31 stayed out there three deep. Luke was between horses and eventually had to come four wide and got beaten the nose. I don't like taking anything away from winners of races and copy that has been in supreme form, but gee... King of Swing, uh, his winning run should have continued, but it'll bounce back tomorrow. He's drawn barrier one in the Blacks of Fake. He can stay. He's won two Miracle Miles, of course, but he's also won a Hunter Cup, and he's a good stayer, and uh, King of Swing, I think, will be winning that race. Copy that draws barrier five. At the moment, King of Swing's $1.22, so um, certainly a lot of punters who saw the run last week will uh, concur that he's going to be tough to beat tomorrow. Back on the home front, tonight we've got great uh, rail today, great racing, another tripler. We've got Wagga during the day, Newcastle, and, of course, Dubbo tonight. So plenty of harness racing to bet into on a Friday and Friday night leading into uh, tomorrow's great racing. Uh, best bets for Menangle. Look, Dave, I'm, I'm going to go with race one, number one, Al Madiba. Now, this is on an each-way basis. I think this horse, I think it's about $11 in fixed odds this morning. Um, Jimmy Locke's the favourite, and, and probably deservedly so. It's been racing well. Uh, it draws barrier uh, nine, and it'll be out in nine because uh, the emergency's drawn outside him. So he's, he's going to have to come from nine to win it. Um, and I just think Al Madiba, it's busting to win a race. Jack Trainer's horses are going well and uh, has placed, a, well, it's picked up a check essentially in its past four runs, including a win. Uh, third last time out, and I think from barrier one of the odds, I'm going to have something each way on our Madiba race one, number one. I think Jack can win the, the second with Mighty Flying Out. This horse racing in a terrific vein of form. Uh, a last start winner in 52.5, and then you go back through the horse's form, uh, won a race in 53.1, going back to the end of May, and its forms, uh, you know, form around that has been first race uh, early or late April, early May. You know, won a couple of races in 51-6 and 51-8. So, look, I think it'll be winning mighty flying art. That's race two, number six. So they're my best two, and they're both out of the Jack Trainer barn. I like to leave you with a quaddy, and certainly tomorrow we've got the Group 3 Garrard's Horse and Hound Free-for-All, a $30,000 race. Uh, it's tough. It's a tough race. There's a number of chances, and for that reason, I'm throwing all four uh, of my selections into the mix. Uh, Power of Red is a, is a roughie as well as uh, number eight, Majestic Cruiser, who was good last week, number 10, Burnham Boy, who's busting the winner race, and number 11, Pocket of Terror. I think they're the four to play there, so that's 3, 8, 10, 11. In the next leg, we'll just thin it down uh, to three runners, uh, three 
Uh, sorry, go again, number eight, which is Chubby Checker. Its form has just tapered off after some consistent form. Probably the grades it's been racing is uh, the reason why. Nine prosecution witnesses been racing in great heart. And number 10, Ronaldo, another who's in good form. And David Kennedy, when he travels his horses, they usually perform well. So uh, eight, nine, ten in that leg. Race seven, just six runners and tasty delight. It's making the transition from uh, age racing to open age racing and doing it well. A winner last week and uh, very short to win that race in the field of six. It'll be winning, I think, Tasty Delight. So we'll go one out there. And in the last league, it's a trot. And gee, this is as open as the heads. Um, and just on the trot, just quickly back to Albion Park. Our best trotter is racing in that Group 1 trotters race tomorrow. The Trotters Cup, uh, tough monarch. Best wishes to uh, all consume there. But back to our last league of the quaddy. I'm going to play all four here. Two super fast pats. It's had four goes back in its form, uh, and I'm sure... Uh, the Morris team wouldn't mind me saying it's been pretty awful, but from Barrier 2 and from the stand, if he puts it all together super fast, Pat, he's a quality trotter. It doesn't look well on uh, you know on paper his form, but he can bounce. Number three, Major Thomas has been thereabouts. Four, Agent Maori generally performs well over the stands, probably better placed on a Tuesday meeting, but this is an, you know, a horrendously tough race, and I'm going to play seven, Champagne Prince, who... Uh, is in the Joe and Mary Rando yard, uh, formerly raced in WA, and, and uh, Joe and Mary have a great record So uh, with the trotters. So I'm going to go all four there, uh, two, three, four, seven. So you play in the quaddy. I'm suggesting 48 units, a $25 spend. will get it uh, get you the quaddy for a smidge over 50%. We're going to play three, eight, ten, eleven, into eight, nine, ten, into number six in the third leg, one out, into two, three, four, seven, as I said, $25, spend, that's a smidge over the 50% of tomorrow's quarter. And hopefully we'll be uh, doing all right and uh, in the money. It's a quarter to 11. We'll take a break here on Sky Sports Radio and come back with Finding Winners. Winning. I love winning. Finding Winners on Sky Sports Radio. It is time to, to, time to try and find a winner. A big thanks to Fred Hastings for his look at harness racing across New South Wales and that big night at Albion Park. What about we've got racing at uh, Japto, and I think Matt Jackson joins us on the phone. G'day, Matt. Hey, good morning to you, Dave. How are you, mate? Very good, mate. What's happening in Greyhound Racing this weekend in New South Wales? So this, this weekend and this upcoming week, obviously with the COVID situation currently uh, happening here in Sydney, uh, all meetings... Uh, until the end of the month have been transferred away from Wentworth Park. It's it's quite close to where uh, a number of hotspots are. So the meetings have been transferred. And tomorrow night we see the Metropolitan Program transferred down to DAPDO. And this upcoming week, the Wednesday Program and the Saturday Programs both to be run at Bulleye this upcoming week. So it is a, a nice quality card of racing tomorrow night at DAPDO. Uh, I'm pretty keen on a couple, actually, early on in the program race. Three, number five, Sound of Silence. Been racing in terrific form. And Chase Dome Super Estrella, uh, three starts in a row. Uh, they went to, to Bulleye the other night in a very hot race and was brilliant at the end, beating Zipping Kyrgios. And although he's stepping up for the 720 metres tonight, I expect him to jump well, be very close to the pace, if not in front. And from there, he's going to get every opportunity to be able to run out the 7.20, and I think he's very hard to beat. Race three, number five, Sound of Silence. And then my other play comes up in race number four, number five, Miss Kenny. 
Uh, she's won 10 of her 21 starts to date, all of them uh, up around the Lismore Grafton area. Brad Northfield, who owns her, has done a terrific job with her, but she's been transferred down to Sam Sultana. Not sure what the ultimate goal is with her. Maybe they are looking at a million-dollar chase. Uh, she strikes a, a pretty nice race here first up. The draws can, are concerned. She's got plenty of early speed, and I think she can overcome that and be very hard to beat. Miss Kenny, she looks a really good player, winner of 10 of her 21 starts. So they're my two best bets. Race three, number five, Sound of Silence, and race four, number five, Miss Kenny. On to the quaddy legs, and I thought outside of the favourite in this first leg, it was quite an open race. Zipping Decoy has been terrific winning uh, her past two starts, both at Richmond. The first one of those was over the 6.18. She came back in trip to the 5.35, uh, but she was excellent on both occasions where she jumped fast and ran really fast time and winning pretty comfortably. I don't think this race is any harder. It's just a matter of whether uh, she can get across from that outside box. She can have a tendency to, to bomb the start. She's put it all together uh, her last two. But if she misses away, it certainly opens the race right up. But I think she'll win Zipping Nikoi just because she's got that class on her side to beat eight Kylie Keeping, who's drawn to get a nice run across, courtesy of the favourite early on. And, and she... She grows an extra leg when she draws off the track, which she gets tomorrow night. Uh, all about Mia. Been going okay. Uh, a little disappointing last night behind Impress Patch, but if she comes out of that run okay, I think she can improve and crown the zipper, who was a winner at Gosford midweek, uh, is probably next best. So seven, eight, six, and five, my numbers in the first leg of the quaddy. On to race six, which will be leg number two. And, this is a this is a really nice race. I am going with Super Estrella. She's been low flying at her past three. She's beaten Sound of Silence at each of those, whether it's been in front of him or coming from behind. She's just been too good for him. And then he came out and beat a star-studded field uh, the other night to, to frank the form. She draws off the track. She enjoys it out there. She's got plenty of speed. I think she'll get across early and... And she's the one to beat for mine, number seven, Super Estrella, to beat two wicked Spartan. Uh, he's another that can mix his box manners, but if he jumps, he'll he'll make the favourite really work. Uh, was excellent behind zipping Alabama after a slow beginning uh, at Bulleye uh, last Saturday. Uh, for third, number six, Trunky Rose. She's been going really well without winning. Uh, whether she's at her absolute peak at the moment, I'm not entirely sure, but she'll certainly give a great sight for fourth. Number eight, look fancy, Nancy, seven, two, six, and eight in leg number two. On to the third leg, and I was I, th- I thought Esther Diva could run a race here uh, at an each-way price. I think the key to her improving is getting back closer to the rails. Uh, she's never won from the outside two draws, and all her best form has come when she's drawn down near the inside. She's won six of 13 from box one, two of five from box two, and she gets that scenario... Uh, tomorrow night, I think she can jump, run, and she was able to get across Prim and Proper, who I think she can because Prim and Proper is going to be better suited over further. I think she can really run a race. I think we'll get around 8 or $9 about her. Number two, Esther's Diva. I think Prim and Proper, because of the fact that Esther's Diva might lead, she might get a clear run at the first turn, and she'll be powerful at the end. I've got her the main danger to Esther's Diva. Zipping Pearson was terrific, winning three starts to go at Wentworth Park in free-for-all quality. Uh, 
chased home a couple of very smart greyhounds at her pass too. The draw was probably the only concern for me because she can be a touch slow to begin. And fourth, number five, Preston Lee, who's in flying form at the moment, winning five of his past six starts, two, one, seven, and five in the third leg. And race eight, the final leg of the quaddy, and it's hard to go past drink mower. Low flying at the moment. She's won her last six. She can lead. She can come off them like she did last time behind every infrared. She led on that occasion. Then every infrared had the superior mid-race pace and all looked in trouble coming to the home turn, but she lifted and came back hard and was too good for them. I think she'll be uh, doing the same again tomorrow night, drink Moet. I think she's going to be very hard to beat. For second number one, Ebby Jet Power, she's flying. She gets a good draw. She likes it down there near the inside. and uh, He likes it down there near the inside, and I think he's certainly the main danger uh, to the favourite ice cream story in fourth. She'll get back, but she's got a big finish. And fourth, number eight, On The Rocks, who's going really well and should get a good run across early on in the race. Six, one, three, and eight in the last leg for me. So repeating those quality numbers, first leg, seven, eight, six, and five. Second leg, seven, two, six, and eight. Third leg, two, one, seven, and five. Fourth leg, six, one, three, and eight. And my best race, three, number five, Sound of Silence, and race four, number five, Miss Kenny. It's going to be a good night of racing down there at Dapto tomorrow night. Ten races first kicks off at 6.07, and that wraps up the the Dapto Greyhounds for tomorrow night. I've got a couple of crying twins that I better get back to. <laughs> get back to them, mate, uh, and look after them for the day. That's been Matt Jackson. That's been Finding Winners at 10.55.